It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the kid, McLovin. Last week on the Hideout, we heard about a teacher getting nookies. We talked about your digital identity. We recited more dumb poetry. The kid called the chick. We heard about the Satchel family reunion. I'm the kid, McLovin, and now you're up to date on the Hideout. If there is a God, may he strike this audience dead. <laughs> See, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Everybody's okay. All right. Tell you what. Tell you what. I'll raise the stakes. I'll raise the stakes a little bit. If there is a God, may he strike me dead. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is this constant, mindless yammering in the media, this neurotic fixation that says somehow everything, everything has to revolve around children. It's completely out of balance. Listen, there are a couple of things about kids you have to remember. First of all, they're not all cute, okay? Yeah, in fact, if you look at them closely, some of them are rather unpleasant looking. Something is wrong here. War, disease, death, destruction, hunger, filth, poverty, torture, crime, corruption, and the ice capades. <laughs> Something is definitely wrong. This is not good work. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Results like these do not belong on the resume of a supreme being. There's too much security at the airports. I'm tired of some guy with a double-digit IQ and a triple-digit income rooting around inside of my bag for no reason and never finding anything. <laughs> Haven't found anything yet in anybody's bag. Haven't found one bomb in one bag. The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and Americans panic easily. So now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths. In prisons, before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. I don't snooze, so I don't lose. I keep the pedal to the metal and the rubber on the road. I party hardy, and lunchtime is crunch time. I'm hanging in, there ain't no doubt, and I'm hanging tough. Over and out. Bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. Hideout. Got a power to the people routine and very low fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! somebody, somebody. What, what, what's new? Ooh, what are you doing? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Well, let me get my gun. It's time to shoot up some equipment. Welcome into the Hideout. It is the Hideout, Headband Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, and it is a Saturday night. 
We started late because I'll be honest with you, I didn't want to do three hours. <laughs> I'm still in mourning over the passing of a genius, George Carlin. And I was also, too, uh, shining up my gun because I'm ready to go riding off 16th Street, firing it off in the air. Well, we can now. That's part of the beauty of it. Welcome into the hideout, my friend. If you want to participate, we're here for the next two hours. You can certainly get in to your Saturday night hideout. Hey, during the rest of the week, you got to be somebody else. you got to be that suit that you wear on the hill. Yeah. you got to be that guy, whoever you are, sitting in some cubicle. But on Saturday nights, at least for two hours tonight, you can be yourself. So hop in with your buddies. I'll have FHA does the Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. That's how you get uh, in touch with the hideout. Also, we have the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio, you can get on there, chat with us, add to the show that way. Hideoutradio.com is the website. Go on there. There's many uh, different forums that you can click to through that website, including ones like uh, hideoutheretics.net, thirdtierboard.com, uh, fullblownaids.com, ronfez.net has something up there for us, and wjfk.com is the the main home site where you can get our podcast and all other kinds of fun info. I've been working on our page, too, to finally get us a page up there. Um, uh, Dubs has been slacking, so wow. I, I finally picked up the slack on that. How are you? It's good to see you on a Saturday night, my man. It, we, we get together. We just get together once a week. Mm-hmm. And um, really, every time now it seems that we get together, it's just just enough time for us to talk about another person that's died. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, Russer, Carlin. I, there has to be someone coming up next. And I watched a uh, uh, kind of a documentary type uh, thing on a comedian. And I, I looked at him like, you're the next one to go. Uh, I watched Rick- Mr. War- Warmth, uh, Don Rickles. Right. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, oh, I, I haven't got to see it yet, but you're going to be the next one to go. Uh, speaking of the hideout, we got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to later on, including uh, Dumb Pant, uh, Dumb jam poetry three we got a couple games we want to play with you but more importantly here during the first hour we like to get in and just talk about the stuff that happened during the week Mm -hmm. and i gotta start off talking about carlin i know it happened on what sunday night yeah monday is when everybody was talking about it that's when the news really broke on it but man i actually cried yeah george carlin to me was a genius he was a hero he was uh, he's an icon, mm. and I got to talk about the fact that th- how awesome this guy was, and just not to forget like his brilliance because not only was he funny, and you heard in that clip, man, he was funny. That was you know the stuff that we could play on the radio. Yeah, but beyond that too, he was just smart. Mm. He was intelligent entertainment, and that's what I really dug about him the most. And like it's weird, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting old and I just hit thirty or what, but I'm like, wait a second, my heroes are starting to die. Yep, it's, it's scary when that starts to happen. You know, I, I just I had an uncle that died not too long ago, and now the whole mortality thing starting to set in just a little bit more. But with Carlin, like to me, I, I grew up on the guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like the bond that you and I have, um, we shared with our buddy Shafee because we all had this love of certain things. That included Howard Stern, that included Marilyn Manson, and included George Carlin. And who would have thought out of the, out of the three of those <laughs> that Carlin would have been, even though he was older, you'd have thought Manson would have been dead way before that. You know what I mean? Well, Carlin was always a, 
not a big health nut. You know, he no, all, he, cocaine, heart attacks. Uh, Painkillers, all kinds of stuff. You know, the, a real American Man hero. Stuff, yeah. Right. And uh, he, so he was never the portrait of health. I never expected him to make it as long as he did, actually, uh, right. when he would talk about his own life. So uh, it wasn't a shocker to me. But it was at the same time, it was like, it was a bummer, not a shocker. Yeah, because he did his last stand-up routine on for HBO, and it was great. Mm. The one before that sucked ass. Yeah. But this last one, he was back, man, and I'm like, oh, Carlin is back. And I'll kick myself, because so many times I had the opportunity to go see him. And I just, I didn't. Like, you know, I, I was like, ah, I don't know. It's going to be the same material that I've already heard. On the uh, HBO specials, because that's what he kind of does. He'll throw out the HBO special to kind of support his tour. Where everybody will see that and be like, oh, yeah, that that was great. I need to go see uh, George Carlin. And uh, people would go there. And it would be basically the same thing from the HBO special. One of, one of the things, I wasn't the biggest George Carlin fan, but I'm a fan Get of comedy. Out here. Get out. And uh, one of the things about it, if you go see a comic, you know, thinking you're going to see, like, the HBO special type stuff, it, it's a lot different. Like, I went to go see Sinbad, for instance. And I, I, I love I his HBO. You. I, I, I used you. to love his HBO specials, but I went and saw him live and it was awful. Because it, it was Sinbad. Sinbad. So you don't like Sinbad? No. A different world. Come on, man. <laughs> Can you, we're in stereo right now. We're connected, Dubs. <laughs> um, so anyway. And oh, he, oh, wait, I want to know. What did you like so much about Sinbad? What was his Sinbad favorite was awesome. bit? I, uh, favorite bit. I get, maybe cheeseburger and a Coke, cheeseburger and a Coke, cheeseburger and a Coke. When he was talking, uh, you know, that's a good one. I like when he talks <laughs> about... Uh, you know, mowing the lawn, his mom whooping his butt, and his you know eyeballs popping out, stuff like that. I don't know. Ugh. That's the reason why Larry the Cable Guy is a star and Dane Cook is a star. I don't like Dane Cook. Uh, you you like Larry the Cable Guy? He's too smart for uh, it. Kinda. It's, no. it's, it's not. It's not great. He, he, you know, I can work with it. And the thing about Carlin too, just really quickly, is like that was that was a guy. Like my my girlfriend right now, and she's now my fiance. But mm. when we very first started dating, I sat her down and I threw in. Carlin CD, you're all diseased. And I sat there and I stared at her while we listened to this thing. Very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. But I stared at her and that whole time I wanted to make sure that she laughed in the appropriate moments. Did she? And if she could laugh at George Carlin in the appropriate moments, then I knew she was the chick for me. And she did. And that's why now she's my fiance. Do you have any tests like that for like either your friend? Because I can't be friends with you if you don't if you don't get the Colbert Report, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? If you don't like George Carlin, it's tough for me to really... Like, we can associate, but I'm talking about I want to hang out with you. I want to have conversations with you. I can't do that if you don't like those guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, just by you know how it runs down, because we've hung out for so long, mostly because we like those same things. We like Carlin. Um, I, I like a... Uh, and, I think I can be friends with people if they aren't because they aren't exposed to it. But if I if I put in like a, a Doug Stanhope uh, CD and if you aren't laughing at that, yeah, I have no time for you. It really is. It's tough because I know that sometimes when you hang out with your boys, you you do you all kind of have that same humor. I mean, it's mm -hmm. for anyone that listens to WJFK. You know, you're a big old Dukes guy. You're a Junkies guy. You're an Omera guy. You're a Hideout guy. You may be hanging out, then all of a sudden you mention a certain movie, mm. or you you mention a certain show, and it's like, oh yeah, I love that too. Then all of a sudden you have, you have that something to talk about, and you have like a point of reference mm. maybe for a lot of your jokes and stuff. 
You ever have anything like that, Satchel Patch? Like a test? You know, not so much for my friends. Usually, uh, if you can wolf down a 12-pack of beer in one sitting, you know, you're good to go with me. But uh, for girls... Alcoholism. But yeah. If you haven't gone through the steps, you're yeah. all good with uh, with Satchel. Oh, with, with girls, you know, if, if they can uh, make it past my car, that's a test, you know. Like, used to, I didn't have a starter on my car for over a year, and I'd drive a standard, so I'd push it everywhere I went. And my test would be, you know, first off, if a girl would agree to go on a date with me in that car, then, you know, she, she's a keeper or something like that. But right. then, or, or, you know, she was worth the second date. But to really find out if she was a keeper, like uh, the, the girl, not the girl I'm seeing mm. now, but I had a girl instead of, you know, I ha actually had a girl sit in the car and me push it and then jump in and dump the clutch and get it going. You know, I, she didn't get a, she got a second date, not a third. Uh, but then the, the time I actually had a girl in high heels get on the trunk of the car with me and both of us were sitting there pushing on the trunk of it together. Keeper. Both run up there, jump in, dump the clutch. I said, she's a keeper. Now, uh, one thing that's very good for you that hasn't happened yet, no girl is a, required a blood test. <laughs> so, because that one would be... Out of the question for you. Uh, it is the hideout, Hefe and Dub, Satchel Patch and the Kid, 106.7 WJFK. So, like, another one from my chick that I had was we went to see the movie The Devil's Rejects, which is the sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses, the, the Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. We sat there, we're watching Devil's Rejects, and I'm laughing hysterically at some of the killing scenes. You know what I mean? And so is she. And again, that's immediately one of those things of, all right, my sense of humor is going to match. With my ex, mm -hmm. she would have wanted to get up and leave, no, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I can't have that. Like, I need to be able to be myself and find stuff that I find funny. And maybe if it's just for the immediacy, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be my chick or you're going to be my bestest friend, mm. I need you to like Carlin. I need you to, you know, laugh at the devil's rejects. The kid McLovin, you have anything like that? I mean, you're kind of an awkward guy anybody, anyway. Anybody that'll talk to him, anybody that'll associate with him, <laughs> he's pulse. good. That's a, that's a <laughs> pulse. I, I wouldn't go that far, and I think you saw, uh, uh, Satchel, I think you saw proof of that this week, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, no, nothing really like that. Um, you know, so I think that's part of it, too. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of, like, I need to know where you stand on certain things yeah. and if you're in and if you're out. But, like, I don't think it's the same way when it comes to, like, guns. Do you think guns are the same situation? Like, where you got to be a gun guy, and if well, you're not yeah. a gun guy? I'm, I'm sure that's with a lot of people. Uh, if you're an NRA member and you find out someone else is an NRA member, you probably know right away you have something in common. You grab something. Yeah. It's like you both drink Milwaukee's Best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beast. If you're an NRA member, you probably do. Um 800-636-1067. Because, you know, that was another big thing that happened this week, too, the Supreme Court ruling. Hey, district, get your gun. Mm. Go get your gun. You can have it if you, um, you know, we can't keep you from having a gun if you're in the district. Which was huge. That's permanent. They aren't going to be able to take that away now. Right. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Are you down with guns, Dubs? Oh, yeah. I think everybody should have one or two. I think you should be able to carry it on you. I think you should have right on your hip walking down uh, any kind of street or federal building. See, I grew up in Texas, and I wasn't a real big gun guy, and I was kind of pro-gun control, and then I've grown up a little bit, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pro-gun, too. As long as as long as you've gone through the proper channels, the proper testing, and you follow the laws, because there are many laws that you have to follow when you have a gun, and as long as you are up to code on what those laws and rules are, and you've gone through the testing, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to, to carry. 
Guns are fine. Where I come from, there's gun racks in people's trucks. Yeah, same glass, in Texas. Five, six shotguns right there. Everywhere they go, you park it, you park your car in the parking lot, shotguns, boom, everywhere. Now, you know, I wouldn't carry that on your person. I want to see Rambo walking around. I wouldn't care with as a, long as you're a responsible person. Uh, the other thing, too, though, is like I remember when living in Silver Spring, living there in Blair Mill Road. And mm. Remember those little rinky-dink apartments I lived in? Oh, yeah, those first I'd, ones? Yeah, I'd have loved to have a gun. And I, I, don't even, I don't even quite know what the Maryland rules are. But, like, you know, Blair Mill and that whole thing, it was right the dividing line between mm. D.C. and Maryland. And Well, even my ex. My ex would have never let me get a gun. No. It never would have happened. Now I'm seriously thinking about getting a gat because I can you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to protect this house. I don't need Under Armour. I'm going to run around in Under Armour. I'm going to run around with a gun, man, and make sure everything's cool. You yeah. don't have any kids? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, if they're if you have kids and everything, that, that adds another wrinkle into it. And if you, you'd have to teach your kids that responsibility as well and keep them locked up in a safe area. But if you're single, no kids, anything, you can, uh, you know, you can have it right there on your nightstand. Uh, do you think you should be able to have your guns at work? Yeah. Like, is it enough for it to be at home, or you should you have your, your gun in at Florida, work? In Florida, you're allowed to uh, keep it in your car at work, yeah, anywhere you work, except for federal buildings. Right. So, yeah. Which I think, is going to be tough for the district. Yeah. Well, but, I, uh, I'm not sure about the whole guns at work thing, because I, I saw a story the other day where a guy in Florida, a 36-year-old hotel employee, went in and shot up the place. Mm-hmm. And he shot four of his co- co-workers. Just because he couldn't take it anymore, he didn't like the people he worked with. I don't even—I can't even say the guy's name. But he killed—he killed three people at work, and on his way fleeing the area, trying to get away, he shot another broad that tried to get in his way. And you think that should be reason why you shouldn't have a gun at work? Well, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure if, if, if that's the reason you should bring your gun to work or not bring your gun to work. But a lot of times at the workplace, you don't like the people you work with. Well, yeah, you don't. You, you don't. <laughs> I don't know if that's enough. For, you know, so well, what, you he, know he's, what, right, your, he's right because you don't really choose your coworkers. It's like uh, the, your boss does. So you, you are pushed into a position a lot of times where you need to be there to make money and you hate the people you're around. Look at this. How many marriages go wrong? And one of the spouses, the, the wife goes crazy, shoots her husband for cheating on her, or the husband comes home and the wife didn't do the dishes. I don't, and I don't, now, reasonably, he shot her for, you know, laundry well, undone. I don't, I don't get in uh, <laughs> personal issues. I think whatever goes on in the home, shooting or not, that's between them. Well, that's, all right, well, that's, that's how it, shootings can happen in mm-hmm. marriages, all right? And now you go to the workplace and they're trying to talk about if guns are, you know, should be there or not. But in the workplace, it's almost like a marriage. You're married into a relationship with your coworkers, yeah. and you didn't choose to. You're stuck with this awful broad, or you're stuck with this guy here and, and the cubicle next to you, and you can't stand the guy. You know, and he bothers you to a point where if he's over there smacking his gum and, and you know, crunching his bologna sandwich on, on his you- toasted bread too damn loud... I'm going to pull out my gat and bust him right between the eyes. <laughs> no reasonable person would actually do that. Do you have those perverse fantasies here at work? No, it's... Anybody I, that actually, you... No, you know, not really. But there's been people, you <laughs> know... Ahead, be I mean, we all have to have our horror, horror cases, you know. Yeah. Where, uh, uh, horror, excuse me. Uh, cases where you've worked with somebody and you really didn't get along, you know. Mm. People's you know, employers, you know, your boss. But see, you could quit. That's the difference. You or have to you pull a gat out. 
What if you like your job? What if you enjoy you're what you're doing? You're going to lose your job anyway if you shoot someone in the face. No, it could be legit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, it couldn't now, how be. How could it be legit? Shoot There's him in no the face. That's not legit. You don't have to shoot him. Just pull it out and scare him. Say, if you pop your mouth off one more time, I'm going to pop this gun down your throat. And you go to jail for that. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you not do. If, no, not, not in Arkansas. You, not, not if you have control. You scare him. And if you go talk to anybody, if you go mention this to the boss, you're getting a bullet, too, and he's going to get one, too. You better keep your mouth shut or you're going to be tasting hot lead. Now sit down, shut up, and do your job. The scary thing is is that he and I have been working together the shut most. Shut your mouth. Couple, Turn your microphone off. Hit the buttons. If you say one more word, I'm going to put this gun in your temple. It is the high. make you sweat. FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, the Satchel Patch. Uh, uh, also, the Kid McLovin here with you. So those were really kind of the two biggest things to me. You know what I mean? The fact that you can now get a gun in D.C. and you can also, too, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to hear any new material from George Carlin. If you want to get in, step into the hideout, 800-636-1067. Marsha's been waiting on line one. Let's see if she's still there. Marsha, you there? Hi. Hey, hey you're Marcia. in the hideout. What's up? I just want to say you guys have a rocking show. I love JFK. And also, I dated a comedian for many years in college, and I see him on HBO a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love comedy. I mean, I, I'm a like a closet redneck, you know? Yeah. Will you tell Sinbad I said hello? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just think, you know, that people who don't know how to laugh and have fun with a comedy... You know, or a comedian, or you know, even a female comedian. You Who's know, your ex? What? Who's your ex, Ellen? No, you... no. <laughs> I, I, I cannot disclose because of certain circumstances. Well, we we aren't asking for any juicy details. Uh, or, or, or I might be killed. You know, no. Um, Jim Norton. No, no. Give us one of his bits. Um, you might be a redneck if. Fox no, <laughs> the get her done. <laughs> No, no get her done. But, you know, I just think it's funny that these women don't like to go and watch comedy shows. That is true, too. And, hey, thank you for the phone call, Marsha. No problem. Have a great day. Yeah. It is really a situation of, like, I got to have a chick that's going to laugh. Yeah. I need you to be able to sit there and to giggle. Or if we are, you know, listening to the junks or if we're listening to ONA or Ron Fez or whatever, you don't go, ooh, and turn it off, or i got to worry about what might be coming on next. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's one thing that builds a guy's self-confidence. You know, huge when you're talking to a girl and you say a joke and she starts laughing and she's oh, yeah. got that giggle, and then you hit out one or two more things and it's almost yeah, like you keep, you're on a roll and you're just knocking Dude, them dead. that is the straightest way to the pants, man, oh, yeah. is to make them laugh. You think that might be his problem? He has no sense of humor? He is not funny, <laughs> the kid. The I'm kid, not funny at all. A 26-year-old... You know, his laughing do. pills are, are the date rape drug. Right. That's, <laughs> that's his quickest way to the pants. You know what we ought to do with the kid? We ought to we ought to make we ought to print out some jokes and make them make them read them. Like <laughs> knock, knock, knock jokes, knock 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 jokes. See if he has any type of timing or delivery whatsoever. Yeah, that might. We we won't do that tonight because we only got you know we're down to like ninety minutes now. But maybe maybe next week we'll print out some jokes and we'll do a little stand up at the. Uh, Stand up in the hideout with have, the kid McLovin. Have you ever done any stand up? No, no. I um. It's funny. I actually in, in speech and debate for my humorous interpretation. I did Carlin stuff because you do you know you, you, you do find other material stuff. and yeah. I would always do Carlin stuff like his his whole bit on sports and everything. So I mean, a, I've done a little bit, nothing with my own material, but 
I've never been afraid to. I've just never. I am. I am fearful of going up on stage. I've wanted to for so long, but I. I can't handle bombing. I, I can't do it's it. It's not and that yet bad. You're on this show every week. Well, well, I, I only have to bomb in front of you. I don't have to bomb in front of 30 schlubs that I don't know. I, I, uh, I've been on stage a couple of times. Yeah. Bad experiences. But, you know, I don't, I don't, not that I don't like Carlin. I just like, I'm more, haven't been exposed to him and stuff like that. I've heard one or two of his bits, but I never really got into his material. But I've actually gone on stage a couple of times in Arkansas. I, I would MC at a comedy mm-hmm. club. And I would, I would be so nervous, kind of like you, that I would drink, you know, six, seven, eight beers, maybe a couple of shots before I went up there and would have this material lined out and get up there and be so drunk, you know, I couldn't get it out. And then I'd, you know, pretty much look at the audience and be like, the joke's on you, you know, you paid to see this and stuff like that and just I, completely bomb. I got a question. Mm-hmm. I like to I like to ask you listening, 800-636-1067. Now that Carlin is dead, yeah. who is the funniest performing comedian right now? Simba. I hate you. Every ounce of my being, I hate you. Who is the funniest comedian performing right now? Like, now we there may be some local guys that maybe we don't know of. You know mm. what I mean? But like, who is it right, right. now that's the out there? Who? Who I'm listening to right now? Because I listen every night when I go to sleep. I pop in other kinds of stand up, and I just listen to that. Uh, right now, David Cross is one I'm really listening to a whole lot right now. Uh, Doug Stanhope and. Um, David Tell. Uh, those you are my... like David Tell? Oh, I love David Tell. I saw Tell. him live one time, and it was it was absolutely embarrassing. That's really? One, that's one of the times I saw him, and I was like, if this retard can get up there and do that, <laughs> no, why he, am I not doing it? He he's, he's, one, he's one of the most brilliant but, but people see, out but there. But that's one of the things, though. Like, you might have honestly you, caught him on an off night. Yeah, that's the whole thing about stand-up. Uh, it, the energy of the room has a lot to do yeah. with how people uh, perform that People night. don't get geared up for shows in, in, in South Arkansas. Mm. <laughs> one of the one of the worst one of the worst comedians I ever saw. Uh, who's who's Howard Stern's producer? Um, producer. Was, yeah, his his go. You know, Baba Booey. No, it's not Baba Booey. Was He's it Stern John? No, it, it was one of the, his regular guys. He looked like almost a clean cut guy, but he wasn't. He was real scumbag, dirty, you know. And he went out there and used old recycled jokes. I don't know. Uh, shoot, I'll Google it in a second and find out. Jackie? But, no. Uh, Jackie's the old guy. Yeah. He uh, it's a younger guy. I can't remember his freaking name. He was touring with uh, the Leprechaun, the little black Leprechaun. Who are you talking about? I don't know. Right, well, can you figure out what, I'll, one I'll name? Figure, I'll figure one it out. name where we can go and say, okay, I know who that person is. You don't know instead the little of, black Howard, uh, the in, Leprechaun? Instead of instead of just descriptions that are so out of control that no one can pick it out of anywhere. When I tell you the little black Leprechaun, you'll know I exactly who Beetlejuice is. I know who you're talking Beetlejuice. about. Beetlejuice. He was touring with Beetlejuice, and you were picking him up. Let me ask the kid then. All right, kid. Who is the funniest Casey. comedian to you? R- Casey Armstrong? Is that is who it, it was? Is it Casey a guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of the younger guy? Casey Ar- not, he's he not clean cut, him. but he's kind of be clean. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, it was terrible. Um, Thank you. <laughs> the Kid McLovin, to you, who is the funniest comedian alive right now? To me, I, and I'm going to get beat up for this, but I'd have to go with Sinbad. I love yeah! him. Yeah! Yes! Yes! <laughs> the Kid is a man! Twink, 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 twink! Who are we doing a show with right now? I, I guess it's fun to have opposing views, <laughs> but, but Sinbad. I tell you what. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I haven't really seen. Let I me, let me let me add to this. I haven't really seen too much of his stand-up comedy, but in his movies and stuff, he's hilarious. No, it's not the movie. Oh, the movies are awful. The movies are awful. <laughs> Was it Santa Claus? Bad Santa? No, I'm, not bad Santa. I tell you, 
But why, why I think he likes Sinbad, maybe the same reason I did, is because he doesn't curse. All right, And that's not the reason why. It's because when I was a young kid, maybe 10, 12 years old, that was some of the first stuff I ever saw like on an HBO special that I would watch with my parents because they, they thought it was entertaining. Right, hold on. I just want to know, when you talk about great movies for Sinbad, are you talking no. about... Good burger. <laughs> I, I didn't Are say... Are you talking about his, Jingle I, all the way? I, I jingle, that's where he was the mailman. Uh, wait a second. Maybe you were talking about house guest. <laughs> uh, uh, what What the hell are you talking about, kid? <laughs> I, I, I can't look at him. <laughs> I can tell you. I can show you the HBO special he did back Don't. in like 1986 Don't. or 1987. That's the only one I really saw. That I, and I that really made him that. your favorite of all yeah. time. Well, no, he's not my. I was good lord. <laughs> I t- my favorite comedian is out there right now. Not Sinbad would probably be Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, that's good a one. good, good one. one. That, yeah, that's a good one that might be able to hold up. Um, as far as I'm concerned, as far as the funniest out there right now, I genuinely don't know. I mean, I know the guys that maybe that are associated with ONA, like Norton. I think is funny. Yeah. I think Patrice O'Neill is hilarious. Uh, same with Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is terrific. Uh, I've, you've turned me on to Doug Stanhope a lot. Yeah. Is he like, the guy that used to do the VH1 things all the time? Who? Doug? Doug Stanhope? No, he was on, uh, he did the, uh, the second version of the man show, which yeah. totally sucked. Oh, and yeah, that, I got you. And that, I got you. that turned me off to him for a whole, uh, a long time. But I finally gave him a shot, and he's hilarious. He, and he's kind of one of those, like, he, he's, and all those guys that I just mentioned are very cerebral. Well, they're they're they very make uh, think stream and, of consciousness. Yeah, you know? they make you think, and they also make you laugh. Jimmy Kimmel goes, uh, his, his wife's pretty good. Sarah uh, okay. Silverman yeah. isn't bad, yeah. The guy back at uh, the studio, Evan, our our home producer, he uh, he went on, uh, He I guess he does some stand-up. He hosted for uh, Bob Saget. In Virginia oh, Tech. I hear Bob Saget is pretty good. He's, yeah. he's foul mouthed. He, yeah, he is. He's pretty funny. Uh, he had three thousand people booing him because he uh, he wanted to see. They wanted to see Saget, not him. I wonder how how did that make him feel? How did that make you feel, Evan? Can I want to know. Can that. he pop on his? He mind? loved it. You loved being booed. That's, I can't imagine liking being booed. Yeah, man. I've it's, it's, I've it's been bad. up there where we where it's just a really douche chill. You want off. You, you know what I mean. But some people, but you love those awkward moments. Yeah, when I'm not a part of them, I find them hilarious. Yeah, I know, but it's it's actually it's extremely embarrassing. Even though you're drunk, I, I can remember one time just after the set was over, to walking off stage and going straight to my car and getting the hell out of Dodge before anybody saw me or knew anything about I'm it. I'm getting Rick Shapiro is the best comedian out there. He's Who? great. Rick Shapiro, you have to look him up. He's pretty good. I've never heard of him. Yeah, he's good. Um. Um, Evan back at the studio says Stephen Lynch is the best one going on right now, and he's very funny. Yeah, I, I, it's 800 Just who, now that Carlin is dead, who is it? Chris Rock. Who, he's, Chris, com- he's coming to Tampa Bay uh, um, not too long from now. Uh, it might be Chris Rock. Chris, you know what? That's a pretty good one. I don't, it, would, it would take a while. The problem with Chris Rock is he had that one, and he hadn't really lived up since, since he had mm. the really, the really big one. All right, let's take a break, come back. There's other stuff going on in the world. Not really that George Carlin is dead, but when we when we come back, I know you boys saw some stuff you wanted to bring up, too. Um, I know the kid, you had a pretty funny thing you wanted to bring to the table. Dubs, you got a couple. And then I got a story. For those of you that are about to go out and drink tonight, I got a story of a guy that did 23 shots in 30 minutes. And I'll tell you how exactly that worked out for him. That's all on the way. If you want to get in, the Hideout Instant Messenger is Hideout Radio. That's on AOL, hideoutheretics.net. 
is the fan board. And, of course, you can dial us up and get in for the next 90 or so minutes at 800-636-1067. It is the hideout. Hef and Dubs, the Satchel Patch, and the Kid McLovin on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The Hideout. The Hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in The Hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK Live. If you want to join us, 800-636-1067. Talking funniest comedians. Yeah, over here on the AOL Instant Messenger, i got a couple new ones. Um, which is, by the way, Hideout Radio. Yep. Uh, Paul Mooney was mentioned a few times on here, which definitely one of the best ones out there. Uh, just because it's right on my mind right now, uh, Don Rickles, I think. Still one of the funniest. Don's a classic. Uh, Russell Peters. I don't know who that is, but that one's been mentioned. Is that Red Peters? I don't is that know. The same guy? Yeah. Never heard of either. What about Cat Williams? I don't know. Cat's all right. Cat's pretty good. I've seen some of his stuff on YouTube. I, I like him. Hmm. Robin Williams. I like Robin. Um. I. They're asking uh, who is the uh, Evan back at the studios asking who's the guy with the purple puppet and the crush the old puppet. I know who you're talking about and he stinks. <laughs> Carrot top. No. Uh, yeah, he didn't make it. He didn't make any list. Um, so there you go. Just you know, just thinking about that. Like who now has the torch? That uh, now that uh, Carlin is uh, dead. 800-636-1067. You can't have the torch if you've got a puppet in your hand. Um, all right. Now, this was very disturbing. <laughs> so, in the last segment, we were talking about this, right? Yeah. And the kid actually said Sinbad. Mm. And then he actually said, no, no, no. More for his movies <laughs> than his comedy. And and the kid who... Um, now, <laughs> can, I, can I clarify that a little bit? No. Sure. I, I want to hear you talk your way out of this one. All right. Well, you see, uh, as we talked about before the show... I am not really big into movies. Mm-hmm. We I've mentioned that many times. Yeah, right. I'm not really big into stand-up comedy either. What I'm, do you like? Because it isn't. Uh, is it Poonanny. just sports for you? Just jock sniffing? <laughs> just just watching sports. Really, it's all sports, huh? Pretty much all sports. All right. Dubs and I used to play this game a while back, and we had some of these old ones sitting around. Diversify yourself. Yeah, that is true. I, I am working on that. I, I, I've been to a comedy club a, recently. and This is the way we're going to help you diversify yourself. Okay. We, uh, we have a game called Trailer Trash. And Uh-oh. basically, um, these are some movies that I think anybody who works on this show definitely should see. We reference them every once in a while. We reference you know little scenes out of the movies. It's kind of uh, origin for some of the comedy on here. Um, and these are fairly simple. Anybody... That has any kind of real movie knowledge whatsoever, or hideout knowledge or whatsoever, or pop culture pop, knowledge. Yeah, pop culture at all. I don't have movie knowledge. Should know what these movies are. We'll play a trailer to a movie without the uh, name of the movie in the trailer. It'll either be not even in there or beeped out. Just tell me who it is, and if anybody else wants to get on, I don't think 
I think this should be more in-house, but if anyone wants to play, they can. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you want, if you can guess it before the kid, if you want, I'll throw, you know, we'll get you something from the hideout prize closet. But you shouldn't be proud of winning this game because these are pretty easy. Yeah. And this is more of a way to shame the kid and flip but I'm not, Yeah, I'm not the biggest movie goer myself. Now, I've seen... I guess, you know, movies everybody should see, every guy should see anyway, but there's there's a few missing out of my well, house party. Yeah. <laughs> Kid and play. Uh, um all right. Eight hundred six three six one oh six seven. If you can guess if you can guess this before the kid guesses it, we'll give you something. If not, this we'll is just, gonna be ugly. We'll leave it to the kid. All right, listen to this and see if you know this one at all. They're going on a trip or starving. They'll never remember. I forgot my cell phone. You wanna run back and get it? No, we've gone too far. This summer, just thinking about those tender little burgers just makes me want to burn this mother down. Go, Boogie, let's burn this mother down! They're going to discover what they're made of. Look at me with this. Hot. Whoa, those aren't real. Yes, they are. What they're up against. Thank you, come again. And who they're dealing with. Are you Neil Patrick Harris? Let's go get some strippers. Lap dance. So you think this is just about the burgers, huh? It's about far more than that. This night is about the American dream. We want some brownies! New Line Cinema presents That Asian Guy from American Pie. Did Neil Patrick Harris just steal my car? Yes. And That Indian Guy from Van Wilder. Why? From that white guy who directed... Dude, where's my car? Where's his car, dude? Thank you, come again! He's finally starting to go our way. Yeah! <laughs> well, since we're all here... How about a fortune? Any idea? I'm probably going to get the name wrong because I've never seen the actual movie, right. but I... How about... Uh... How about uh, Flip? Do you have any idea? Uh, Harold and Kumar. Yep, Harold and, Harold and Kumar go to White go to White Castle. Nice. But you've never seen it. I've never seen it. Now why not? I just never have. It didn't look funny to you, or did it not? Uh, I just don't go to movies. You, know, you rent them at home. You don't watch them at home on I HBO or anything. I haven't been to Blockbuster in years. Hmm. All right. I'm going to play this. Point to me if you know this one, all right? Yeah, point me know. to us, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pause it. We'll let you guess. Even if you have a guess, like, halfway through, point to us, okay. and we'll stop it. Okay. Uh, it's trailer trash, F.A. and Dubs. This is a trailer from a movie. The kids should know. I'm, I'm surprised you got Harold and Kumar. Yeah. All right, let's see if he gets this one. This is a moral test of one's self. I do believe Marcellus, my husband, your boss, told you to take me out and do whatever I wanted. Seriously? Hold on. He just looked at us and shrugged his shoulders. This one is the easiest one. Oh, of you're kidding. Night of the fight, you may feel a slight sting. Pride only hurts. It never happens. Your ass goes down. We're in a lot of danger, aren't we? I'm prepared to stop the rest of it. Do you oh, have the... Sorry, did I break your concentration? The prayer. You got a corpse in a car, minus a head in the garage. Take me to you. This series, play the prayer. Don't you hate that? Hate what? 
Uncomfortable silences. Die, your mother! Name the actors. See if you can get a new film. Directed by... You could have left a director in there and I would have known. You really think about quitting? Most definitely. Of course you're going to do that. Basically, I'm just going to walk the earth. What you going to walk the earth? You know, like Kane and Kung Fu. <laughs> Music is is a dead giveaway for the, the the movie and the music are synonymous. So that, that should give it away right away. I should have been able to play, play just one song from it. Eight hundred. Really? I've heard the music before. I just don't know where. From. All right. He's thinking of Fergie. He's heard Fergie do, uh, sing her song. Uh huh. Um. All right. Do you? All right. If I said the director, you think you could name it from there? I don't know directors. Quentin Tarantino. I've heard of him, but I don't. Oh know. my god. I owe Quentin Tarantino my life for, for showing me Selma Hayek naked in Desperado. Uh, this is, I'm, you don't know about Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction? That was Pulp Fiction? Yes. yes. Have you ever seen Pulp Fiction? Nope. Wow. I'll tell you, a buddy of mine had, had that movie memorized from front to back, and he was living with you a should. girl. He was living with a girl, and they used to have church services on Sunday where they'd have to read a passage or something. The only thing he knew was Ezekiel, where Samuel goes off on that, and that was his, his little Sunday, Sunday morning service. Okay, we need to put together right now a list of movies that this kid has. Have you gone to see Superbad yet? Have no, no, but I have I have done some research on that movie. Right, don't, you, research, don't, re- yeah, don't watch it's it. Not a, it's not some kind of obscure thing you have to research. You can go to Blockbuster and give them three bucks yeah. and you can take the movie home. Research is two ninety nine and have it back within one week. <laughs> That's exactly what research is. Uh, so, what is it though about movies? Do you just do you feel like you're wasting time if you're watching movies? Or, or... Sinbad's not in it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I just I haven't really thought about it to be honest with you. Like, I'll go watch some movies. Uh, what's the last movie you saw? God, last movie I saw. Um, just anywhere? Oh, Indiana a... Jones. Okay, you did go see Indiana yeah. Jones, so you would have known that one. Yeah. It's just, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, even we were talking about earlier about, all right, you have to know. Like, I now know I can never really just hang out with the kid. Yeah. And I also know this, too. I could never hang out with anyone that wanted to hang out with the kid. <laughs> because, wow. Because, because, the, <laughs> because the people that want to hang out with you don't have that same kind of... like Drive I, for fun? They lark. Yeah, I couldn't be... Larpers. I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't be friends with anyone that wanted to be your friend. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm totally. I have no clue what this kid does with his spare time. What What is it that you do? You don't watch movies. You don't just sports. Is, you love sports. What is it all day? I know you're a morning guy. You wake up what five thirty in the morning? Yeah. Every Why? day. Because he's a morning guy. I'm a morning guy. Uh-huh. I wake five thirty at six. I'm pretty much out of bed. And what do you do? I mean, you brush your teeth, take a shower. And do you then, read the Sunday paper, Gramps? Is that what you do? You, you live like a grandpa. You drive, you know, ar- you drive around with, wait, uh, with, a, get, with a topper we're on We're going to get into the truck now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you have a topper on your the back of your truck. And the, the topper has saved me a lot of grief. That's oh, the oh. worst camper show I've ever seen. Uh, grief yeah. on what? <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on. The kid, oh, by the way, it's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. The kid drives a truck that has like the camper top on it. Yeah, like not even a, a cool camper, camper top. No, it's uh, one of those big old man ones. You can you can get <laughs> a, a decent big old man uh, one. I'm not the biggest fan of camper camper tops on the back of a pickup truck, but if you can get it flat, streamline it, almost yeah. looks like a suburban. You know, you can put some stuff in the I, back. I have a documentary I want you to go see. Okay, 
it is going a, wild. It's about aviation, <laughs> all right? And okay. You need to at least see this. You understand aviation, something really to give you some perspective. On, on aviation. Yes, yeah, so because it's very important. I mean, that's really what makes the world go round. The name of this documentary is Soul Plane. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to go rent this thing. And find out what it is you can do. Best line out of that movie, Snoop Dogg gets on that plane as one of the pilots. Which way is the cockpit? <laughs> What's wrong with you today? Um, all right, I don't want to even play any of these others because there's no way he'll know any of these other ones. How about Flip Satchel? Do you think? Well, I want I want to know what that can that topper has done for you, other than keep poon. <laughs> magnetically pushed away from the the you, know, you can't go pick up a chick with a topper on your truck. It's it, 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 it's listen, let, let me let me explain something to you. If 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 a Does chick it, isn't gonna want to be with me because I got a topper <laughs> no, on my truck, no, listen. Then, then I got then then she's not the girl for me. <laughs> now listen, that's something I've said before. that's come out of mouth. If a chick doesn't want to be with me because of my car. Then she's no good. But I have other things going. I'm not the greatest looking guy in the world, but I'm, I can actually carry on a conversation with a girl, and they don't run for the mountaintops when they see me. But if you have a lot of things going you against you... You said they run you, for the mountaintops when they see me. <laughs> I, I don't they know. Did. You do. You, they don't. You do. But if you have That's all this... That's a documentary about his sex, sex if, life. If, the hills have eyes. If you have all these things going against you, you don't need to keep stacking the odds against you. And that camper shell you have on the back of your truck <laughs> is yes. a killer. I, I've never known anything cool with the camper shell. No. It, it, right, what's your reasoning? How has it saved does you? Does it shield the dead bodies and bags <laughs> in the back there? Do you know Do you know how many times people have asked me to move and I can just say I don't have the room? Oh, is that the what? only reason? Why not just what? say no? No, I can't help you move. No, jackass, leave me alone. You yeah. move. <laughs> what are you talking about move? What are you... Like, it's, it's only... Even with the camper shell, it's like a... Uh, it's, a, it's a Ford Ranger, is it yeah. not? No, it's something not a Ford like Ranger. Same size. S10, something like that? No, no, GMC Sonoma. <laughs> S10. Come on. S10. No, Sonoma. All right. Anyway, so the top of your truck is tops out about four and a half feet. With the camper shell, the extended back on the on the, yeah, the S end of it still, is seven foot. Yeah, you can still fit a bunch of stuff in there, so people are still going to ask you. What are you saying? You can't move? There's, it's, I'm taller someone than to that. Throw, someone wants to throw a couch or a dresser in there. It's not going to fit. Trust right, me. Right, I've tried. The, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this kid. <laughs> He's, what? He's 26 year old. He's a virgin. I love him. He's a great kid. But his new name's <laughs> got to be Grandpa because he's at the old country buffet. Is he? he? he uh, he's got to be. He's he wears one piece suits that zip up from the crotch all the way to his neck. <laughs> but what he wow. does? I still haven't got past it. That thing has saved you a couple of times. Have, do you have Super Tramp in your eight track player and that thing? <laughs> his his his. Truck drove off into the ocean. There's so much air in that camper shell, it kept it afloat. He floated across the bay. You know what we ought to do next week? Somebody was saying this in some message of the Wahawk. We should split. We should play some sports movie trailers and see if he gets those. Would you? Would you get like a Little Giants or something like that? I've never seen Little Giants. But... <laughs> what, what about the Naked Gun? Uh, maybe. Maybe. What? Maybe. I, I, I saw we'll it a do... long time ago. We'll do that long for time next ago. week. All right, Dubs. You want to have that yeah. ready for next week? Um, all right, it is the hideout. Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. I just know that some people were disappointed when he sent a check for $12 for your birthday. Uh, just another thing that Grandpa, the kid McLovin over there, does. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, your, do, you, your cajones, are they down at your knees already? Like, is that already happening? Do they wobble to and fro? <laughs> <laughs>
I want to know. I still want to know how's that camper shell saved you. Well, that's from moving. That was his argument. Oh, that's from the helping only people argument. move. Yeah, that's oh, the I argument. thought you were talking about like from moving your vehicle. No, no, so no. Oh, people for move. crying out loud, do some work, man. You could use the exercise. <laughs> Get out of the house and out in front of the TV. Go move a couch. You might meet some neighbors or something like that. You need to meet well, people to interact. Even then, that's not camper enough show. reason to keep a camper shell no. on your car. It's like it's like having like a burning tire around your neck. It's like waking up in the morning, punch yourself in the eye, giving yourself a black eye, saying, it saves me from getting another black eye. <laughs> <laughs> I've already had my ass work today. Don't kick my ass twice. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. It's the hideout has been dubs. Uh, last hour next on 106.7. Oh, and an update, too, the kids. Kids minutes are next on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with LFA and J Dubs. I'm starting to think you might be communists. Hideout. It's time for the Hideout minutes with the kid McLovin. On this hour of the Hideout, we talked about George Carlin dying. We talked about guns in the workplace. We laughed at the kid's lack of, of movie knowledge. We laughed at the kid's camper top. Now you're up to date on the Hideout. Five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two, one. The Hideout. A juvenile comic and his strength value. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Pathetic? You be the judge. Still laughing about the camper top. Well, uh, me and Flip Satchel went out to assess the situation during the commercial break, and maybe it couldn't have been that bad. No, it's a camper top. You know, let's uh, let's reset real quick. Yeah, hideout 106.7 WJFK. I'm Jay Dubs. I'll have those over there. Flip Satchel, the kid McLovin, who last hour we were talking about the camper top he has on the back of his pickup truck, and me and Flip Satchel during the commercial break went downstairs because we had to. Be sure about how bad this thing was, and it was worse. Probe deeper. It was absolutely awful. <laughs> if you keep, if, if moving, if not moving people is worth a girl never talking to you around you in your vehicle, <laughs> well, then well, keep well, that thing on there. Now, now, I can't imagine pulling up to a pizzeria Uno with a girl. And they have thing. those around here? <laughs> I don't know. They have them in D.C. <laughs> I can't imagine going and seeing one of those. Like, Seeing a guy pull up with a chick, at one, you know, at any kind of restaurant, TGI Friday. Now, if it were just the truck, would you say differently? Yeah, yeah I the, love trucks. I have a truck. The truck is fine. Yeah. We, we sit there and assess it. The truck looks good. You got to take you got that. a nice truck. You, you're, you, the camper shell would look good on the truck if you were 75 years old. Yeah. And you wear long johns. You wear long johns when you sleep too. You wear socks. That, <laughs> you wear socks that wrap your toes individually. Long like underwear. Do you, do you call uh, TV shows your stories? I'm watching my stories. I'm sorry, kid. I'm trying to help you, man. You're just not. You're not helping me help you. And I think I think that's part of the big problem here. One of the biggest things for you, uh, like a giant step forward, would be coming coming in next week without a camper shell on your truck. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll work on that. It's awful. I mean, just put it in storage <laughs> or something. Try it out. Give it a week. You know, and if it's not going good for you, you know, you, you really miss that camper shell, just slap that bad boy back on there after a week. But if you take that thing off and we're like, wow, this truck actually is decent, you know? I can shave my beard. I can dye my hair. Get some Just for Men. Run it through your beard and run it through your head. What does Just for Men have to do with my because, freaking camper truck? Because you're, you're a, acting like an old man. A blue hair. Come on. <laughs> 
Take it off. Give does, it. Does it make you? Does it? Does it pain you that Mini Me is suing right now, or or sued and won over a sex tape? Mini Me is getting some 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 top shelf nanny, and you aren't because you're t- you're. Your camper top. That got peas off of motor scooters naked. Now, wait a naked. minute. Wait a minute. You right there, Mr. Satchel, yes. said that it shouldn't <laughs> matter. And see, that's why you're old. You're sitting there putting it. You right there, Mr. Satchel. Get off of my you, lawn. Get, what are you doing you're the one that, you're the, camper shell? You're the one that was like, it doesn't matter if a girl doesn't like your car. or it. You're right. I don't shore my car so, to the so, third day. So what? So... But you have potential to make it a better car. Yeah. And you don't do it. Listen, the thing is, is I can actually get a girl without my car. Like, I know how to talk to girls. I can, I, you know, I know how to, I, I got a good girl, you know. I know how to talk to women and act around women. If you don't know how to do it, you got, and, and you, you got to play anyway, with what you got. You don't stack the odds further against you and make it harder. We need to make your route to women easier, not harder. And that camper shell is what I like to call a hindrance. It's standing between you and the goal, and it's the goal being the female. It's C blocking you. It's C blocking you. That's a C blocking camper shell. <laughs> um, all right. The hideout 106.7 WJFK. The, I, look, the kid during the break, he's like, what happened to you talking about, you know, you're feeling like I'm growing up. I'm like, dude, you sidetracked us with Sinbad and a camper shell. I was ready to just say, because I, I do, I think the kid is... He, he's getting better, but uh, we—he's not done yet. He's not fully developed. We need to nurture him more. Yeah, he's still a little baby chicklet, and we have to sit on <laughs> him a little longer. Shell. Yeah, a little bit longer. <laughs> I, you what do you what do you keep back there? His incubator. We we peeked into it, and there was like there's you guys like, are out there peeking in my car. Yeah, yeah, no, that's messed up. Man. <laughs> it looked like that's, there was a bunch of sports pages littered across the back. Uh, yeah, it was basically old newspapers. <laughs> Uh, then, then is that clean like, that out. This is, this is what you need to do for this week. Get you a, a wrench, a screwdriver, go unbolt that thing and throw it in the garbage. Take it to the car wash, get it out. If you want to keep the camper shell, get that junk you have in the back out and put in a mattress, a disco ball, and maybe a couple of black lights. Then you might be working. Then you might have me sold on the camper shell. Exactly. Um, you want to do dumb poetry jam here? Might as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, this ought to be fun. Uh, for whatever reason, Satchel Patch, what is it? You used to get together with your buddies and you guys... Well, they, would, they would write poetry back and forth on MySpace just for fun. Talk about my camper top and you write poetry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what we'd do. We'd exchange stories, funny stories that, that had happened to us during the week. In a poem format. In poem format. And, and we're horrible at it, but the stuff we would get out was, was pretty good and pretty funny. So, you know, just roll with it. All right, very cool. Who wants to go first with... Dumb poetry jam. I can go again first. I'll set the I'll set the bar low again. All right, here we go. All right, everybody knows I'm moving, and one of the things I'll miss is Hefe's computer. So Hefe's computer is the name of the poem. Hefe's computer, I will miss so much. Hefe's computer, I sit in front of while I touch. Hefe's computer is hard to say goodbye. Hefe's computer has an incriminating hard drive. Hefe's computer, I stare with a bloodshot iris. Hefe's computer, like me, has a virus. <laughs> Hi, you ass. What? I let you move into my house. Yeah. I let you use my computer. Yeah, that was your, that was your bad. Your DNA, is now, <laughs> your DNA is now all over it. Oh, yeah. And it has yeah. a virus like you. I'm sure. How far along is a computer screen? What do you mean? Is it pregnant? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, at least the... Uh, the uh, Keyboard is at uh, this point. 
You need to wipe that thing clean, dude, before you move out, before <laughs> you're officially gone. You might as well just toss it. I'm sure that stuff's laid deep. You Dub- need to download some penicillin. It always works for me. <laughs> Dubs is moving out on Tuesday. And yeah. It could not be a moment sooner. Uh, beat it. Scram. I'm I did. so glad you're gone. computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the interesting thing is that Dubs now, mm. I want to talk about this. I'm going to rat Dubs out mm. uh, since he might have uh, rat my computer. Uh, he, you have, ever since I told you to get out, yeah. you have become a Mac of all Macs. I don't know about Doug a Mac. did not get laid at all for like eight, nine months. I told y'all why he, this happened. You went to Orlando, and girls can smell the confidence yeah. on you. They smell it, and then you get on a roll. He is working like three or four bitches I'm right now. I'm not working any of them. I'm not sleeping with any of them. I'm talking to a few, weighing my options. I think I found some really nice girls. One of them in D.C. Why don't you uh, slap old camper shell on your truck and see how you do with them? (laughs) Oh, they would never talk to me. I would never never see the light of day with any of these girls with a camper shell. What am I, an animal? And they're even texting you during the show, aren't you? Um, Aren't they? uh, Probably. I've seen you check your uh, cell phone a few times. Yeah, I mean, I've been talking with some girls. Let me see your cell phone. No, no. Come on, dude. Uh, Let me me go through and see some of these messages that they're sending. Uh, They're they're pretty confident. uh, Pretty normal. Um, Well, one of them's for my new roommate. Uh, Just saying that we can meet up tomorrow. To talk to dogs. He's gonna bang her. And let me tell you what's going on here. He, she's she's a a great girl. She's a waitress. No, she's a manager of a bar. Yeah, whatever. And he's in love. I'm not in love. He. Now let me tell you why I know he's in love. Okay. Before he went to go hang out with her the other day, he showered. And he never showered. You get the award for most greasiest. You're the greasiest dude I've ever seen. (laughs) And I'm Mexican, so that says a lot. Um. Yeah, man. I'm just like, I see this guy, and he's working hoes all the time, and I'm proud of you, Dubs. I'm not working hoes. I'm just talking with girls, seeing what it's, see, what's out there. See, they might be listening, and that's what oh, I, that, all that's three or honest. four of them. It's, it's the honest. triangle offense. Phil Jackson ran it. <laughs> he, he taught it nicely. Yes. All right. Um, you want me to go next? Yeah. I'll go next uh, with my... Uh, dumb Poetry Jam. Dumb Poetry Jam. It's the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. It's something that happened this week in poetry form. <laughs> Hold on, let's start off. This one's called Eat It. 500 calories a day. That's all I can have. I want to be skinny, but I'm starving so bad. What is that there? An 18-month-old child? I wonder if he'll taste better. Regular, spicy, or mild. Have another piece of gum. It'll be worth it in the end. Give me a goddamn chicken wing. No, I can't bend. Not even a beer. A Bud Light Lime would taste great. Getting the hiv seems like an easier way to lose weight. You've been uh, going to the Medi Weight Loss Clinic, isn't that the place you've been going? Yeah, I mean there are none of them, none of them in DC, but it's you know it's one of those medically supervised weight loss thingies. Talked about it last week. Uh, in seven days, I've lost eleven pounds. Eleven pounds wow. in seven days. That can't man. be healthy. Uh, probably not, but uh, <laughs> I love it. I don't care. Water yeah. weight or, you know, no, you pay attention they said to that? out of it, out of the 11 pounds, one and a half pounds was water. So then you're losing uh, real weight. Yeah, yeah nine but pounds the other, of real weight. It was nine and a half pounds of actual fat. Like, I got Ooh. clothes now that are fitting, like, 
for real and I'm tucking in my shirt and I'm wearing belts and stuff. It feels great. I'm going to be so good looking. I am going to leave radio and finally get into TV <laughs> or finally get into movies and say, screw you guys. <laughs> I'm going off to have a real career. Sinbad, give me, give me some work. Uh, Sinbad so, can't get any work right now. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so that's mine. Let's go over to the satchel patch. All right. Uh, you want to give the title and then we'll do our thing. Something I would never do. Thinking back to my glory days in the choir, singing with a joint in my hand, I couldn't get much higher. Back in the day, I used to love to smoke trees. $35 a day if you want to smoke with me. Nothing fancy, just some homegrown dirt. Smoke's real thick and kind of makes your lungs hurt. Not anymore, though. I'm past my prime. Work all day, and maybe a couple of beers to pass the time. I've grown up now, yet I still do as I please. No powder, no shrooms, no, not even weed. I've turned over a new leaf, and yes, it's a legal one. I've been help helping out the one time. Not 911, but non emergency line. I've done something I thought I would never do. I saw life from a different angle, a new point of view. No, 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 that won't ever happen. Uh, no, I would never LARP. It's much worse than that. I'm a freaking narc. Whoa. What did you do? You, you ride someone out? I'm a narcotics agent now. What? Shut up. <laughs> I, I was coming home in my apartment complex, all right? It's a dump. Yeah. And uh, the other day I'm coming home, and this was after hours. The, the apartment complex office is closed down. Mm -hmm. And I see this guy out there setting up shops selling dope right at the, you know, the front entrance of my apartment complex. Yeah, entrepreneur. So I kind of went by the first time, and, you know, didn't say anything. It wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. And I was like, that idiot's out there selling dope right there in front of everybody, you know? It wasn't that big a deal. Day number two, I walk by, and I, I see two more cars up there in line. He's sitting there passing off bags to them in the window. Mm -hmm. And I said, this idiot's, you know, setting up shop two days. Three days in a row, this guy's set up shop selling dope out there. And it's bad enough you live in a ghetto. And, and you know, I would never do this. I always thought I would never do this. But I went home, looked up the non-emergency police line, yeah. called the police department and said, listen, I don't know what y'all are doing with your time, but there's a kid that set up shop here. He's not even trying to hide the fact. You know, it's where I live. I don't want this going on, you know, in my neighborhood. <laughs> it's bad enough you have to live in a ghetto, but he's sitting there selling dope, and he's not even trying to hide the fact. So here I am calling the police, telling, you know, I don't know if it's weed, blow, you know, whatever the deal is. But yeah. he's sitting there selling bags to folks. I know what dope dealing is. selling fun. But, uh, yeah, I'm a freaking narcotics agent. After the fact, I started looking at myself. I was like, man, I can't believe you I changed. just, I just called Sold the out. cops, you know. And, uh. Now I used to do that for fun. I, I would uh, I would go uh, to parties, and if they sucked, I would call the cops on the party, and I'd be standing right in the middle of it, you know. And the cops would come, bust up the party. They would start going again. And I'd be like, "Hey, they still haven't broke up this party. I don't know what you guys did." So they'd come back again, start arresting homeowners and everything. It was great. That's that's wrong. They can't do that anymore. They can't go around arresting them. Yeah, if they're uh, if they're not of age. Really? Yeah. I thought I thought that we had equal rights now, though. Uh, no, the hell partiers, are you talking about? Just partiers, oh, not oh, uh, you said homeowner. Ah, uh, uh, no, you were not, saying not, gay, not gays. Right, well, you know, it's something like that. I never thought. I used to, you know, experiment with drugs and stuff like that. I used to love to smoke weed every day, you know. For, and for the longest, I always thought back then, oh, I'm going to smoke weed till the day I die. It's yeah. the greatest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And then now, you know, three years have passed, four years since I probably even touched the stuff or anything like that. And now I'm looking at it almost from a different perspective. And I don't want to be caught up, not caught up in the stuff, but You're I don't want to. up, man. I don't want to come home and see some guy, you know, if he's doing it out of his apartment and he's not.
plain as day sitting there out there setting up shop, selling dope for the world to see, yeah. it wouldn't bother me so much. Maybe if he's you know slick about it in his apartment, but not to where I just we drive just by and be like, wow, I'm living in the project. Did you see that guy get uh, arrested? No, the, the cops drove by, you know, and they, I, I said, boom, he's sitting at the pool. The apartment complex, there's a swimming pool behind it. Yeah. So him and five guys sit there and they act like they're drinking beer all day. They sit there all day, cars just circle in. And then, you know, it's the, like Friday. Yeah, yeah. The guy will sit there and go back to the back pool, hang out for a little bit because, you know, I, I walked around, got his apartment number. He's like, boom, this is the guy. That's what he's wearing. But they, the cops oh, are he terrible. actually lived there and everything? Huh? He actually lived there and everything? Yeah, he, oh. he lives there. And uh, the cops didn't. They, they, now, they didn't you're a bitch. <laughs> you're a bitch, man. I am. You I, are. That's what I sat there and thought about after the fact. I was like, you know, I sold out. I really didn't sell out, but. I'm writing this dude out, but I don't want to live in the freaking project. You're talking about a guy you used to live in a place where... Then was, raise yourself up. Get a decent job for yourself. Yeah. Buy yourself a home. You used to you used to live with the three musketeers. They you, were my you, neighbors. They were my neighbors. You I know, got them caught the back up on it, though. That's the thing. I, that's, that's how life has changed, and it's funny, where I thought I would never do something like this, to where my best friends were the three musketeers, Incognito, Skyjacker, and Infinity, you know? <laughs> and, and they I got... They got Meth girls cleaning the apartment butt naked. That's how you lose weight. You need to get you on some of that stuff. Become uh, the fourth pretty, meth I'm pretty close. Um, it is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I remember there was a party going on next to uh, one of my apartments real loud. Um, I knew the people living next to me were like 20, 19 mm-hmm. or 20. So I knew they were drinking. I knew they were doing bad things. <laughs> the third floor we lived on at the time. I called the cops. And we're sitting there. We're like, all right, cops are here. Let's see what happens. We have our we have our ear next to the, the, the wall. And we hear them going, all right, get out, get out, get out. I run to the back uh, of the apartment. I look out my window. People are jumping up the third floor into bushes, probably, you know, causing severe ankle and knee damage to themselves just to get out of uh, a, a minor in possession. That was always me. I was always the slickest guy. Never got caught. Never got a... MIP. I've never yeah. thought about MIPs in yeah. like forever. Do you remember? That used to be your biggest worry. I heard the kid got an MIP last week and he's 26 <laughs> years old. <laughs> but he looks like he's 12 and acts like he's 84. I got an MIP one time for porn. Minor in possession of porn. Yeah, but that was different. You no, I was 16 years old. No, this was different. That was I got charged with stuff like that. I was 16 years old driving my dad's truck. Yeah. And, uh, you know, borrowed a new movie from my friend. Mm-hmm. It was VHS back then. It wasn't even DVD. Yeah. And had a car wreck on the way home. And the first thing I think is, you know, it was labeled flipper. Nobody would ever notice, but I'm freaking out because in my mind, I know I got this porn in there and some cigarettes. I was like, got to get rid of the porn and the cigarettes. Why? I don't want my parents to find Oh, okay. Just parents. Uh, Yeah, I could care less about the cops. So anyway, I had the wreck and, uh, you know, threw the cigarettes, threw the porn. Somebody saw me throwing stuff. They said the kid had a wreck. Instantly, he got out of the truck and starts hurling things into the woods. Our our buddy uh, Ninja Judo uh, says... Now Satchel Patch, when he's forty, he's going to be the guy that calls the homeowners association, <laughs> complaining that the yard the yard is too long or the new house color doesn't meet the neighborhood specs. That's fine with me as long as he's not selling dope in, in the middle of the damn street. Now we're not, out, man. All your friends back home will be sad to know that's be. where the Satchel Patch is uh, gone. They won't find out. They're all in rehab. Um, and for one thing, these these community uh, like uh, homeowners associations and everything have gotten out of control. I uh, I was looking for a place to live for a little bit there uh, before I found one, and uh, with your new wife, Must Shower is a part of it. What's that? Must Shower? <laughs> no, no, that's not one of them. Should be. Uh, I'm gonna make that code for work, bitch. But uh, they, the guys, like, all right, you can come over and check out the place and everything. 
uh, you don't drive a truck, do you? I said, yeah, I drive a truck. He's like, oh. have a camper shell. <laughs> but he, he said it, 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 if it doesn't look like it's uh, like, a, like a Durango or anything like that, you can't have it here. Uh, any truck with an open end on it, you can't have here. Well, maybe you need to borrow his camper shell. <laughs> maybe that's the solution. Now we've figured I'd, it out. I'd rather be homeless than have a camper shell. Hey, by the way, I was going to think about... sleep under it. I was thinking about asking you boys to a party tonight, but now that I know the satchel patch is a narc, I can't invite them. Yeah, there might be some contraband it's, yeah, flipping around there. There's a rave going on. Yeah, I said a rave because we're 18. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, bring your own glow stick. Yeah, my chick, uh, one of her friends that she worked with before, was like Man. this kind of hot bisexual that I was trying nice. to get my chick to have sex with, but never happened, although it could happen tonight if we go. Uh, I was throwing a party tonight, and I'm thinking, hey... Why don't I invite the boys? But I can't invite the satchel patch. Dubs, you're obviously spoken for because you're talking not. to three or four chicks. And the kid, no camper tops allowed. Uh. So now <laughs> it's just going to have to be me. All right, kid, are you ready for your poem? Yes, I'm, right. and I'm happy to say that this poem sucks. Okay, So, what's the title of your poem? Uh, untitled. <laughs> During my j- day job earlier this week, we had some special guests come into the studio. To say it was weird was quite an understatement. I was more than uncomfortable. In the end, it turned out okay, but it definitely was a very odd day. Your point left me clueless. You know what? I didn't even pay attention. What are you talking about? completely uninterested right when he started. <laughs> Why? Because it was untitled. I need... Uh... I need some uh, kind of sometimes name. cool. Wait, read that. Go over that again. I, I, what, are you, what are you talking about? I missed it. You were there. <laughs> I told you before the show what my poem was going to be about. All right, what, explain what happened, the kid. Okay. Uh, earlier this That's week, how bad it is. I still didn't know what the hell it was. <laughs> they told me all about it. Uh, no, I think it's just that you weren't paying any attention. What but, are you saying? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, earlier this week, during the... Uh, what is it? The... Uh, uh, we do a show. Three. Yeah, we do a we show. We do a show here. here. Yeah. In in the studio. And uh they were gonna be on remote on Friday, so they had some people come in from the place they were gonna be on remote at. Mm-hmm. Uh it was Wednesday, I believe. And there Correct. were there were four <laughs> It was Wednesday, you're right. <laughs> Continue. Leave <laughs> wow. alone, let him tell a story. <laughs> God. <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell the story? No, it was Wednesday, you're right. I'm just saying your story is factually correct. Continue. <laughs> What was I even saying? I forgot. I Wednesday. Wednesday. Right, there were so some people that came in. People, chicks came in on Wednesday right, for a broadcast right. where we are. And, and uh, what's the best way to put it? Uh, skanks. Skanks. There were yeah. four skanks there that were, came in from a bar, and they were what you need to be looking at, because I guess your moral standards are too high, or your standards are on girls. I don't need to be looking at that. Was Because the, they were they girls, and they had, they had cleavage. Right there was cleavage. That's all that there was, and you, I don't need to be looking at that. That's no, exactly what you need no, to be looking look, at. Let me explain here. I, they walked into this room, mm-hmm. and within 30 seconds, no lie, one of them was feeling me up. I swear to God. That's awesome. What's wrong with that? He was uncomfortable, like like he said. How that un- is that is every guy's like yeah. fantasy. Right, here's the deal. Bar where we just, are. You should have pulled it out. Yeah, a bar <laughs> where we are was doing a broadcast with one of our shows. Mm. They brought in some food. It's kind of like a Hooters, but trashy. Yeah. You know <laughs> All Which right. is perfect. Yeah. I mean, it really is. So, and they were wearing like these black uh, hoochie mama shorts yeah. and like they know, halter the, tops. They and, had the Hooters gear type stuff on. Yeah, but like beyond. But different, yeah. yeah. And ta- all tatted up and the whole thing. And so they walk into the control room where the kid is producing the show and they start groping them. 
Mm-hmm. And you're uncomfortable? Not it's not that it's uncomfortable, but they go from that to handcuffing themselves to the to the host. It's just it was weird. What was weird? The fact that you were hanging around four girls and they were paying attention to you and giggling and, and having a good time with you? What, I was just, your, what was your feeling when you saw them? When you saw them and you felt a woman's touch? Have, when was the last time you felt a woman's touch? Have ever? you ever? Yes. Okay. Have you ever had a woman grope you like that? Uh, not quite like that. No. What did they actually grope your manhood or was no. it other? What did, like, were, like they were feeling up my chest and. You never had that done from a girl. Uh, so not quite. To, so you finally got to second base. Uh, <laughs> they got to second base on him. <laughs> were you turned on in any form or fashion? Were you aroused at all? Uh, a little bit, sure. There you go. Congratulations. You it see, worked. He got his first <laughs> semi. <laughs> <laughs> but. The, <laughs> What? Go ahead. We're here for you. Look at yeah, the guys. Yeah, yeah. We're here. I'm, I'm feeling how how some people in the room are here for me. Uh, all right, no, but I mean, what, what, explain why it was so odd. Was it odd because you it liked was, it for the first time? No, or? not that I liked it. It was, it was just it, it was just uncomfortable because like I guess I wasn't expecting it for one. Mm-hmm. It just kind of came out of left field. You and gotta it, just kind of rub your area against their thigh and then see if they go from there. That's how you play it. So did you tell them no, stop touching no, me? No, no, I didn't. You just let them do what they wanted. I just let them do what they wanted. That's did what you I'm throw talking up in your about. Mouth? I'm sorry. Did you throw up in your mouth? No. No. Okay, then that's good. We're we're moving forward here. <laughs> uh, uh, let me ask you this: How embarrassed are you right now talking about it? Uh, I'm not embarrassed about it. Did I'm you, just. Did you go home and like call your friends and be like, "Man, you never believe this"? No. Did you blog it? No. Mm. Did you go home and like pour? Pour bleach all over yourself like you've just been raped and like trying to scrub yourself down and try yeah, to forget see, it all. Let me see your chest. No, is there is there like uh, steel wool burns no, on your chest? No. You didn't go get a rape kit? No. <laughs> would, would you, would you, you like guys that here again? for me. Would you like that again? Like, do you want that? Even though... I understand sure. it's not the classy of yeah, classiest it's not, of women. It's not. It's not what I'm looking for, though. That that was. What not are you what looking I, for? I want to know. Exactly. So you're not looking for a waitress like Dubs right now is about yeah, to move in and marry one. <laughs> I don't care. Do they have a gash? Fine. I'm. I'm not looking for someone. I, I, I'm looking for someone like, hey, what's your name? Before you start like feeling me up. You know, just just simple things like names. So you just want them to say, hi, what's your name? I'm Mike Corcoran. Now I'm going to fill you up. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he wants. Honestly, I was in the room with him, and so I was paying close attention to how he of acted. Course. How did you he... pay close attention to how we act or how I act? There were four of them standing here, and you were sitting there in the same room with the four girls that and were you surrounding were you. And you were looking at your computer screen. Okay. How could you have paid attention to anything that was going on in front of I you? I was one. You've foot... never paid attention to that show ever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How could you? I was been, one foot you were away not from paying you. Attention I was to monitoring that. you and how you, you did in the mo- situation. You were not I was monitoring looking at you. Me. He watching... was monitoring me more yeah. than you were. One at a time, please. I was watching your facial reactions, the way you reacted. Because and you he kept... even came and said something to me. You kept turning around, looking at me, putting your hands up, almost like I don't know. And you had a grin from you know ear you, to ear. You know what you do at that point? Now you shouldn't do this because I'm telling you this because I'm your PD, but. You shouldn't have done it, but if it I were, shouldn't have done it, but I should have done it. If yes. it's anywhere other than the radio station, okay, you grope back. Yes, you'd be like, "Ooh, yeah, that feels fun. Let me see how yours feels." And groping is not a sleeper hold. I can see you doing that. <laughs> Grab a handful of tush and just squeeze one good squeeze ah. and say, "I like that." You I say like what you got back say there. Say you touch me, I touch you. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. 
that's what you got to do. So did you uh, did you think about that situation at all? Like you know later on, like in a pleasure type scenario? <laughs> no, no, I did you not. Still you, have, you, you, you still, still backed up? <laughs> you still haven't done that, right? No, you didn't do it last week. Oh. He's never it's done be nasty. it. I, tell you, I know, but still, after this week, that's be nasty. Something else. There was there was an, another girl that came in studio as well mm-hmm. that had been in Playboy before, and I watched his reaction. I said, "Yeah, I would say, look, you like Watch that." My reaction. I would I, sit I, there I, and talk with you. I say, "Look at that girl." Yeah, Mike. we did talk about that. Yeah, I was like, "Do you like we, that?" We 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 rated that. I remember yeah, I said, that. Is that what you're into? Do you like what you see there? Look at her cans, man. Are you into that kind of thing? They're, <laughs> bigger, than, they're bigger than your head. You know, what can you do with that? Do you like that? Is that what you're into? She was a, a decent girl. She was pretty, been in Playboy. Not that bad. So I judged your reaction on that. And then the next day, we had the skanks. You know, so you got the best of both worlds. What would you say wait you a minute, Wait, more? how was it the best of both worlds? It was the same world. Because you got, you got the top-notch skank <laughs> and you got the low-class skank. Yeah, you got they're, skanks. They're all five skanks, to tell you the truth. <laughs> You know, they're, they're different. They're different uh, ratings on the, on the skank. Uh, a skank's yeah. a skank, though. You don't play baseball or football, or you're not an athlete, so you can't get the skank that was in Playboy. But you do work at a radio station. You do breathe. You do have hair, <laughs> and you do have a unit that apparently might work. So the other four <laughs> skanks will do. Um, it wow. is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Just trying to decipher what happened to the kid this week. All right. See, I gotta be. I I can't ask. I can't ask. I I got questions for him, but I don't know if it's appropriate or not. Yeah, we need to take a break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You're off the hook for now. Um. Wow. After after tonight, I feel glad to be off the hook. He, honestly, he did a good job. He yeah. didn't pass out. I was expe- I was looking at his knees. You know how some guys get up there on the on the aisle and they fall down. I was waiting for him to fall down. I was ready to catch him. And I was sitting there, you, did, you, handled, you, you handled yourself nicely, I'll give you that. You do have to uh, calm down around him a little bit more. I did see you kind of jittery, kind yeah. of, you know, not knowing where to stand, what to do. And I, I, the thing I told him, I'm a swear on the air like sailors. <laughs> you got to be next to that dump button. But that would have been that would put you right in the middle of them, and it gave you a reason to. I'm just proud you didn't have an accidental climax. I'm just glad we didn't have to clean out the board like it's my keyboard the way Dubs has uh, soiled it. Quick break. We'll come back on the other side, wrap this thing up in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, coming down the home stretch. Warming it up for Joe Radio, starting in about 20 minutes or so. Keep these numbers handy for Joe Radio, and if you want to jump in with us, you can. 800-636-1067. Mr. Ardinger. Hello. Hello, Joe. What's happening, my man? How are you? Good, brother. What about you? Just fine, just fine. My cat had kittens last week. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) I was just kidding. Did you do what my grandma did and drown them? 
No. My grandma would, my grandma, because we had too many cats running around the farm. Right. She would, uh, once the cat kittens, she would actually take them into a bucket and just drown each of them. I had, I had an uncle that played football in the well, Canadian Football why, League as a kicker. Dub, and he used them for field goal practice. Dub, that, that explains why your body is covered with tattoos. <laughs> it does, including a clown shooting heroin. Yeah. So, what are you, uh, what are you gonna do? You gonna give them away tonight as prizes on Joe Radio? No, no, no. <laughs> No, they're pretty much spoken for it. Uh, the cat had three, and but I'm going to tell the story because it happened like right after my show last week. So it, my wife and I were up all night long, and it's, it's a very long, funny story. So you know, and that's really the the yin and the yang of the world. George Carlin leaves us, and three kittens are born yes. into Joe's the Carlin line. cats. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, it really, there's a balance to the universe, and that's what's the good news. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, you got to look at the bright Lightning side. Lightning crashes. <laughs> uh, you got anything else, Joe? Well, we're going to go over the Second Amendment tonight, all that good stuff. Yeah. And what do you, what, uh, just really quickly, what do you think about that? Well, I think they made the correct decision. Yeah. yeah I'd have to. Do you, have, do you own a gun? No, I don't. Are you going to now? And, no, I'm not really a gun guy, you know. I'm, I'm more into, like, gunpowder and moonshine, things like that. <laughs> Very good. Joe Radio coming up in uh, just a few minutes. Stay tuned for that. Good to talk to you, my man. See you later. Uh, yeah, my mom would drown kittens. And my grandma would drown kittens when they were born and toss them to the side like they were, I don't know, like uh, like uh, the ends of of uh, shrimps. It's, you not know? Your, it's not your folks' part, fault that the cats couldn't swim. Yeah. Swimming lessons. <laughs> All cats need them. And uh, if any of them survived, hey, they were the family cat. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. 800-636-1067. All right, so we've had a lot of fun so far. we got a little bit of a late start. We had some technical issues. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we can get into. I, I was going to talk about this just really quickly. I wanted to bring this up. Dubs, you are moving out of my place. Yes, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday I'll be moving. You are moving in with a chick. Yeah. I want to know if that's a good thing. What um, do you mean? Because here's what I worry about right now. I worry that you're going to end right back up in my house because <laughs> you're going to do this chick and then things are going to go sour and you're going to be knocking on my door with your mangy dog. And, my dog's not mangy for one. And I'm just going to have to deal with you. By the way, hold on a second. Uh, and no one can see this, but the kid, I know we've been calling you old all day. Dubs just put up his grandpa legs. <laughs> <laughs> and you really look very, very... Uh, emaciated. But regardless, let me get back to this really quickly. This chick that you're mm -hmm. moving in with, this is bad news. Why? This is bad news because... She's a cool chick. She's cool, and you're going to fall in love with her. I'm not going to fall in you love. You already have. I have not. And I think you're going to mess this up. I don't think a guy can live with a girl unless the two of them are together. Well, I can understand that, but uh, it, it'll be fine. She's not on the same schedule as me, so I'm never going to see the girl, uh, except for on the weekends. So I, I don't think there's going to be an issue. Uh, you are going to see, though, uh, her uh, her used rags. You yes. know what I mean? Like, you're going to see that actually, kind of stuff around. Actually, I was up at the bar with her the other day, and she was very uh, very sheltering of her of her uh, feminine products. I'm like, I'm going to be living with you. Like, I'm not going to see those things just laying around. Right. But do you think it's a good idea, Satchel Patch, for a dude just to move in with a chick and they're not together? I've actually done that before, and the bitch let my dog go. Oh, she's a dog lover, though. Well, she was still, it was kind of awkward, you know, because she had the only computer at the house, kind of like, you know, Hefe did, and I kind of abused it a couple of nights, and <laughs> pop-ups would come up, and, and she'd, will you 
you know, looking at any pornography on my computer. No, what are you talking about? Of course I was. It's one o'clock at night. You know, but but I, I don't I don't think so. Because are, are you a clean guy? Girls no. like clean clean she, guys. She's not though either. I've been over to her place. Oh, you're gonna be living in filth. Yeah. I, what's the worst filthy spot you've lived in? I've lived in some pretty nasty filth before. Um, uh, my parents' house. How bad was that? It was really bad. Uh, like they had cats, but they never changed the cat box. We need to take pictures of of y'all's place. But uh, does she already live there? Yeah. So you're moving in with her. Yeah. It's already filthy. Yeah. Well, we need to get a pictures of it at, at its current filth status, and then see if it gets a, a any month, worse. A month from now, I've been in a place before with four guys, to the point where you couldn't. I would when I would take showers, I would wear flip flops in, yeah. in the shower. It was, it was pretty much that bad to where the the mold and the grime was get black. Athlete's foot, yeah. It was no, not athlete's foot because the black gr- <laughs> slime was on the walls, was on the floor, was on the ceiling. It was just moldy. Yeah, no, past mold. Like there were there were trees, you know, cypress trees coming coming out of the bathroom, and it was like it, it's, it was pretty bad. The ants in the kitchen used to fight with the ants in the living room over territorial battles, and people were like, "Why do you have all these ants in there?" And we're like, "For crying out loud, they're the only ones that clean." Let's go to Pete. Pete, you're in the hideout. What's up, Pete? You there, Pete? I've, I've listened with, I've lived with two women before, yeah. and regardless of how good of a friend you are, or even if you're not that good of a friend with the, that you are, two things are going to happen. One, you're going to, you're going to start off all nice, and you know, you're trying to be on your best behavior, but then eventually you're going to become comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're going to start doing things that make her uncomfortable, whether it's you're walking around scratching your ass, looking in the refrigerator, and just your underwear. Yep. And I don't care who you are, you're going to eventually try to have sex with them. Oh, no matter I, how nice yeah. they look. I've lived with two women, both of them I was very good friends with. It ruined the whole roommate uh, deal. See, I don't know this girl, though. I don't know this girl, so there's nothing really to ruin. He's right, because that happened with me and my mom. And it was really a tough situation where, you know... Uh, I, mean, I can understand that you, know, you, you made out with your mom. You're obviously going to try to you know, have sex All right. Um, no, thank, give thank you for the phone call, Pete. Appreciate that. Thanks for stepping in the hideout. That opens up a line at 800-636-1067. See, he's right. And here's an interesting thing, too. I've seen Dubs' manhood. Yeah. Because he wears boxers that are too big. And it's like sometimes when I knock on the door, I'm like, dude, wake up. And there he is. like Just all flopped out. He's trying to sell you a fruit basket. That's yeah. what that is. It's a fruit basket. You sell fruit baskets? Yeah. My brother had a fruit basket stand. That he, w- he would sell fruit baskets to us. And I'm like, no, Ma's fruit basket. I don't need your fruit. Around this, around this place, you know, put on some some tidy whities some no. bikini briefs, no way. something to hold your junk tight. No, I I need the boxers and I need to let like when I'm sleeping, I have my boxers pulled up and everything flopped there. Uh, and it's just, I know one day she's gonna have to wake you up, she's gonna see all that, and it's and gonna then be she's gonna go, Hey, yeah, that's what every guy thinks. Um, <laughs> so I know that's gonna be kind of an odd scenario that eventually, you know, wouldn't work out. Maybe that's what the kid needs to do. The Move kid, out the chick. Yeah, maybe just pick some random to move. Why don't you have move in with you? I thought no. you were going to say sell fruit baskets. <laughs> Do it. What's your living situation? Are you still living with the parents? I mean, yeah. it's no big yeah, deal. I can't, I, can't, I can't afford to move out right now. No, that's good. Do that for as long as they'll let no. you, by the way. No, he's 26 years old. Uh, he's got to stay home as long as he can. I'm that's pretty... why he's a virgin still. No, no, there are plenty of guys that are getting laid that are living at home. He's, and the camper shell. Living at home game. and the camper shell. I'm putting all this stuff together. Camper shell. McLovin being a virgin at 26. And there was a story where we lived this week of a guy in a truck with a 
tamper shell exposing himself to kids at a lemonade stand. Was that you? Kid. No. Kid. Shame no. on you. Is this what you did after those skanks come in the studio on Wednesday to be factually correct? No. Kid, come on. Say it ain't so. No. I get him. No. No. That wasn't me. Uh, uh, 106.7 WJFK in the hideout. We tried to be... Have we been too mean to you tonight? No, no. Next week, I'll just be cool like some people and smell my feet during commercial breaks. <laughs> All of us do that. What, what, what happened? I, I look out, out there and uh, someone's... Which one of us? Go ahead and say me. Yeah, just say me. Yeah, he's, he's back there... Uh, Back there, touching his feet and smelling it, and doing all sorts. Because I, I could see any of us doing that. I didn't. I really didn't know if I did that. Have you ever smell checked yourself? Yeah, of course, all the time. Oh, I'm talking about the kid. Have I ever what? Smell checked yourself? No. You don't know what you smell. Dude, like. do you? You don't. You know, reach down You've and never... then go. No, really? You've never not wiped what? properly and, and, and at an itch and uh, scratch, and then you, you really figure out. Scratch oh, wow, sniff. I'm not I'm I'm not as clean as I thought I was. You you have to after you take a shower or during the shower, you have to go places where you normally wouldn't go just to make sure that everything's kosher. It's a check down. Yeah, check, check. I'm fresh. Yeah. You've never done that before? No, I trust my cleaning abilities to get it right the no, first time. And, and, and let, me ask, let me ask you this. How many of you guys love your own stink? Oh, I love I it. I do. I revel yeah. in it. Like, sometimes I'll take off my underwear and I'll my, I'll rub it on my cat because they love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, like, sit there and sniff and I'll be like, I could tell by my stench if it was a good or a bad day by I the can, smell of Mondi's. I can check sometimes. And if I'm working with something real funky, I will purposely not bathe for another day and a half yeah. just so I can work oh. up a nice batter and paste down have there. you Have you ever just taken off your underwear and it just hits you? Like, it, you didn't know it was that bad? Oh, like but then it, you're like, wow, I, 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 I got to I gotta lay here in this all night and I then got, I'll shower in the morning. If you get sweaty in the morning, you wake up and, and you know, the computer's on, you batch first thing in the morning, yeah. smell check in the afternoon, rank. Yeah. You've never done that. You've never checked. Check right now. Uh, See, here's what I'm wondering. I'll check. Check your flavor. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let's all check. <laughs> all right, kid, you want to join us and check? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> 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 Some girl's in trouble. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> me, and my, me and my girl got busy before I came in here. <laughs> so I'm going to be nasty, too. <laughs> oh, I smell like her. Not bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I, actually, I'm okay. I'm wrong. <laughs> All right, kid. I know, I, I've, I've, I've been really um, I His eyes know, are watering. His <laughs> eyes are watering. Look over there. Yeah. He's got tears coming out the corner of his eyes. Get this man in tissue. He teared up on his scratch and stuff. I don't know what to do with my hand now. <laughs> watch it, dude. Put it in your pocket. <laughs> no, then all my changes take another, smell like Take it. another big whiff. Get another big whiff. <laughs> There's some hand sanitizer right there yeah. if you want it. Anybody want it? I no, take a... I'm going to take someone. All right, let's smell that, Satchel. I got to hold this. Put I, the mic up so we can... I got to hold your hand still so you don't shove it up my nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like nicotine. It's a, it's a mixture of funk and nick. Funk and nick. Oh, man. All right. We got to get out of here. Oh. You got to be careful with that sniffing. You get addicted to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You got to chew gum to get rid of it. <laughs> oh, man. Get that out of here. Nasty. I'm convinced now that the kid isn't a man.
because you think about man child. Yeah, everything like a man would do. Every man has done that. You know we're, what I mean? Where we are bathing in this in this hand sanitizer. I know. <laughs> I've been showering. You got the weekly shower in. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of convinced of that now that the uh, that the kid is. Um, I'm beginning to wonder if he's just like a Ken doll. Yeah, there's nothing say, there. If he's just a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all he is, is a mannequin and nothing else. I love him, though. Yeah. And he really is getting better. Like, he got a haircut and kind of looking... I need to go with that, too. Yeah, I, you, your haircut does look good, though. Yeah, that, you, I think that, that really does step you forward after you get that topper off your truck. The thing is, is the kid still has hope. Because I've spent a lot of time with him the past couple of weeks. And he, deep down, honestly, you're a good person. Yeah, you have, a, you have personality and everything. You just got to... Rain it in and use it correctly. He makes me laugh during the week. You know, you you, you are. You just got to get more comfortable with the females. Get rid of that camper shell. Pull a scratch and sniff. You're on your way. Uh, yeah, man. that that's definitely what's what's keeping the women away from me. Is not scratching. Get over here and smell his hand. No, you can't now. I've been sanitized. <laughs> Nothing will ever sanitize you, dude. That is never gonna happen. It, it, it smells like I got. I have like vodka over my hand now. Well, good exactly what you needed. Alright, that's it. We're done. That was wrong. We have a, we had a very short show, short porch tonight. But uh, we'll be back next week from 6 to 9 here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, Joe Radio's on the way. Gonna tell the story of his kittens. So, I love kittens. Yeah. I think we'll go get another one now you move it out. <laughs> Why? You have three cats, one dog. Give it up. Nah. If that hole ain't full yet, it's not gonna be full. No, I uh, no, we're not gonna get any more. <laughs> Although we may drown one because we don't like her, and then we'll, then we'll get another one to fill Muggles. that void. Yeah, probably. Muggles. Kid, you got any plans tonight? You want to go to that rave with me? Sure, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to hammer out a contract on it? What are you doing tonight? Uh, nothing. Be factually correct. Uh, that would be nothing. No, I am doing absolutely nothing this Saturday night. <laughs> and no. the date, please. What do you got going on, Satchel Patch? Ugh. Hanging out with the chick? Probably doing that. I've become such a loser now. I, I it, It's bad. I enjoy spending time with her. Ugh. Have I lost my edge? Yes, <laughs> you have. You, oh, we didn't even get to talk about this. Maybe we'll talk about this next week. You're moving in it's, together. It's not final. We're, we're discussing it. it. It may happen. This may be a step we're looking at. You're moving in. Yeah, you are. That's going to happen. He had a whole story. After, after you give a will on that, it'll be a disappointment to her if you don't let her move in. It, hell, it so might be a disappointment to. to me. Might as well, man. She's my neighbor, for crying out loud. We share a wall. She's with me every night. That's the way it uh, starts. Well, will she split rent, or is she thinking, well, this would be a way I can get rent free? Uh, Make we'll, her split we'll, rent. Let's, let's talk about it next week. All right, that's it for the show. Stay tuned. We'll have the final hideout minutes from the Kid McLovin. And right after that, Joe Radio. Joe Ottinger takes over and talks many, many different things, uh, including his new cats. Second Amendment and kittens. Yes. And the proper way to shoot them. <laughs> that is coming up next on Joe Radio. Hideoutheretics.net is the fan board on WJFK.com. Probably in the next 48 hours, we'll have the podcast updated for you. Uh, stay tuned for the hideout minutes directly after this. You guys have a fantastic week. We'll see you on Independence Day weekend right here in the hideout on a Saturday night. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
kingdom to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick them to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes, I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. In this hour of the Hideout, we did dumb poetry jam. Satchel admitted to calling the cops on a drug dealer. The kid talked about his experience he had with the in-studio guest. J-Dub smelled and sniffed himself. I'm the kid, now you're up to date on the Hideout 5000.